This is a two Catholic guys short. I'm Adam. He's Ed. Ed, it's Good Friday. Good Friday to you. Yeah. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's heavy. I mean, we got to light well, it up that's a little the thing. bit. You know, I was trying to be somber yeah. and muted. Well, and you know, just like just got to go right to the good. Friday Anyone listening to this is already somber and muted. Yeah, you know, hopefully, hopefully. If not, we're gonna we're introducing we're gonna them. Show you why you should be. <laughs> we're gonna bring the hammer. So, so Ed, what are your what are your memories around Good Friday? No mass. Mm-hmm. No mass. That's not necessarily memory specific, but it's. I didn't always realize that. Yeah, me neither. And then um, I believe it was seminary shortly after. It was. It, it occurred to me. I was like that. It, it occurred to me in this context that if you really think about it, and you think how universal the church is. In effect, there's always, at all times, a yeah, mass being said. Absolutely. Around the world, somewhere, and on that day, none. Yeah. Just the, the silence, liturgical silence in the setting of the mass yep. and uh that that was that was borderline shocking like that yeah. <laughs> holy you know yeah. it, but that's that's the point i mean you 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 bend the knee you hear he gave up the spirit and you bend the knee because there's nothing else you, you can't conceive of anything past those words and we get to go through the triduum and the miracle that there is something beyond those words yeah and and you know we talked about this a little bit in on y- yesterday's episode but there's nothing more unsettling than a silent altar. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and, and it, you know, the Eucharist is the source and summit of our life as, as human beings, but certainly as Christians and for the altar to be silent and for it to not be offered to you. And thank God we still receive the Eucharist. Yeah. yeah. Thank God we are still able to do we that. that foresight. On right. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> A little pre-planning hey. here, <laughs> but I, there's just you know nothing. There's nothing worse than that. I mean, truly, and you know, then you just you have the passion narrative, you know, and and we we obviously get it on on, on Palm Sunday, but you know, my my greatest memories of of Good Friday were going to three o'clock you know, mm-hmm. service. And, and I think there's something really special if you can, yeah, yeah. if it's possible, you know, it's obviously early in the morning, maybe you still have a chance to go, you know, it's nine, 10 in the morning by you, uh, go check out good Friday, you know, at three o'clock if you can, I mean, yeah. there's something to be said for commemorating the death of the Lord at the time when he actually left this earth. Yeah. Um, kind of as you as we talked about last time representing yourself yeah into that moment in history that you know to to synchronize even with the time of day is special and and the fact that we want to do that right the fact that we offer those opportunities to mm-hmm. the triduum itself is just such a blessing and 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 it's divinely inspired there's no doubt about it yeah. right and 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 the fact that you're able to walk the way of Christ and try to put yourself in history and in time. And clearly you can't completely do it, right? Like, thank God we have Mass on Thursday and on Saturday. Thank yeah. God or, or we get the Eucharist on Friday. But but to put yourself there, to put yourself at the foot of the cross, uh, to hear the words of the unending violence mm-hmm. <laughs> and the utter violence that, that was done to the creator of the universe, to the God of, of, of all creation and to soak it in mm-hmm. and just to sit with it. And, you know, I, one of the best 
I love the saying like to to just cast out into the deep, right? Mm-hmm. And and, mm-hmm. and that's what we do, right? We we the just spiritual deep, right? We just cast into the deep and and we we absorb it in as much as our human frailty can absorb it. But it is it is the seminal moment of all of human history. All mm-hmm. of human history led to that moment and it all hinges on that moment where Christ gives up the spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you grasp that, when you think about how small we are, how, how short our lives are, how many generations of man there have been, and to know that we are representing that time in history and the fact that all we do ever did and ever will do all hinge on that moment. Mm-hmm. I just where else can you get that in this life? Where else can you get that in this world? Like the world, anytime you hear this, <laughs> the world truly offers us nothing. Yeah, I mean it, it can it it can offer us nothing because we when you when you step into that moment, it's just the world can give us nothing. And to an extent, you could do almost nothing else in your life but pass that on. Yeah, and you've lived a full life. You've yeah. you've served an incredible purpose to humanity yep. you know by participating and carrying it on and that's that's why we're there mm-hmm. that's why we'll, we will show up to good friday service and and that's why we will remember I, I i do especially like the veneration of the cross i think that's yeah that's beautiful you know i one of the other memories i have is is back when my grandmother could still be fairly mobile um but very frail and mm-hmm. she's still alive thank thank god but uh she would want to get walked up there yeah. and it would take all her strength to kneel down and venerate that cross and she would do it. And, and the cross is the greatest equalizer. Yes. In, yes. In, in all of humanity. And so it's a great day. It's a, it's a terrible day. It's a, it's a good day. Um, Oh, happy fault. Yeah. But it's, I think part of it, you're, you're asking me about memories and I don't really have any, but I think that's the point. You and not that having memories is a bad thing, yeah. but the the fact of the ritual, the fact that this moment isn't so important as that moment was, right? And the you know you're you're fully actively bringing yourself certainly to that spiritual reality. We're saying it's it's here again. We're saying this is a way of representing, re-experiencing it, <clears throat> um, so that to your earlier comments, there's there's really nothing we bring to it beyond what God has made us to be. You know, there's nothing right. else that the world is adding to this this ritual. Um so the whole the whole thing of it is going back and being there and proclaiming it once again. And you know what was interesting is that you, you know we obviously go a whole liturgical year without ever except for Palm Sunday obviously without ever reading the entire passion narrative. Yeah. And and it's very easy to do that to be like, yeah, of course, we know Christ died for our sins. We know Christ died on the cross. We everywhere don't want to hit it go, all the time. You want Yeah, it, right? like <laughs> like everywhere we go, of course not, but but everywhere you go, there's there's a crucifix. Everywhere, you know, like yeah. we get it, right? But for that one day, we're like, no, we are going to read this. We're going to remember this. Right. Let's do a little reading. Then Pilate took Jesus and had him scourged. The soldiers wove a crown out of thorns and placed it on his head. 
and clothed him in a purple cloak. And they came to him and said, Hail, King of the Jews. And they struck him repeatedly. Once more Pilate went out and said to them, Look, I am bringing him out to you, so that you may know I find no guilt in him. So Jesus came out, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple cloak, and he said to them, Behold the man. When the chief priests and the guards saw him, they cried out, Crucify him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him. I find no guilt in him. The Jews answered, We have a law, and according to that law he ought to die, because he made himself the Son of God. Now when Pilate heard this statement, he became even more afraid and went back into the praetorium and said to Jesus, Where are you from? Jesus did not answer him. So Pilate said to him, Do you not speak to me? Do you not know that I have power to release you and I have power to crucify you? Jesus answered him, You would have no power over me if it had not been given to you from above. For this reason, the one who handed me over to you has the greater sin. Consequently, Pilate tried to release him, but the Jews cried out, If you release him, you are not a friend of Caesar. Everyone who makes himself a king opposes Caesar. When Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and seated him on the judge's bench in the place called the Stone Pavement, in Hebrew, Gabbatha. It was preparation day for Passover, and it was about noon. And he said to the Jews, Behold your king. They cried out, Take him away, take him away, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, We have no king but Caesar. Then he handed them over, handed him over to them to be crucified. Such damning words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the in in part of the gospel we hear about you know claudia's dream so pilate's wife's mm. dream and, and you shared an anecdote about that why, why don't you share for the audience yeah and i'm i'm ripping this off uh fulton sheen the venerable fulton sheen and um yeah if you don't mind let me pull up the uh the actual reading here yeah good idea okay we've got matthew twenty seven nineteen. while pilate was sitting on the judge's seat his wife sent him this message Don't have anything to do with that innocent man, obviously Jesus, for I have suffered a great deal today in a dream because of him. So the the anecdote that uh, Fulton Sheen shared was, um, what what was that dream? You know, it was it was kind of a speculation on what the dream was. Yeah, and what it was was the the chanting, a growing chant from a few, from say eleven to thousands and millions, and then over a billion chanting the creed yeah, and getting to the point, And this is what she's having the nightmare about. And he was crucified under Pontius Pilate yeah, and just repeated over and over in the vo- a billion voices. And she like woke up with a start and said, don't yeah. do this. <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> this is how your name will be remembered. That's a pretty awesome forever. For eternity. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. yeah I, that, the very first time I heard that, I I shook, man. That was yeah, that's some good stuff there. Wow! All right, well, we will talk to you again tomorrow on Holy Saturday. Holy Saturday, there's hope. There is.